Hey guys, welcome back to Feed the Wolf podcast. Last week I was joined by my boyfriend, Robert Johnson, and we had a lot of fun actually podcasting together and talking a lot about judgment and perspective. This week I am solo again, and I have kind of an interesting topic that I want to talk about today. It is going to be the quote-unquote American dream. (laughs) And what I really want to talk about with that is more about kind of getting stuck in feeling like you have to live this American dream or let's just say life that society would approve of. And this kind of came up because... I had a really interesting conversation as I feel like most of my podcast topics end up stemming from conversations I have with people and connections that I make with them, which I think is totally cool. But it was a conversation I had with a woman at the gym at Black Wolf CrossFit. And I know that she personally had been struggling struggling a lot with her job situation. So basically, she's been working in the retail world ever since she got out of college, which she does have a degree. I believe it was in business or marketing, something along those lines in which she, after school, got a job in retail and has kind of worked her way up. You know, she's got like a management position and she's been struggling because I know that she hasn't been happy in this position for a long time. She also said that she has been applying to a lot of other positions all in the same field though so still within retail still within marketing and has actually received a lot of rejection letters or a lot of no's on her applications and i kind of asked her like well are you happy in this field like are you happy with what you're doing and she was like well no not at all and so we got into this conversation about like how we end up kind of this and this goes right along with what we talked about last week with judgment is like you end up choosing to live your life a certain way or making decisions based on how other people are going to judge you. And that's what was kind of happening within her job. And I see this a lot, you know, people always are saying how they feel like they're stuck or they have this feeling like they can't do anything. And I think this happens a lot within our careers or feeling like we have to do this one thing for the rest of our lives. Like most of us go to high school. Some of us end up going to college. And even if you didn't, maybe you got a job right after high school or right after college. And now it's 15 years down the line and you're still in the same field, which, yeah, may be great, but maybe it's not so great. And maybe you haven't ever taken the time to kind of reflect inwards or look back and be like, wait, is this something that I really still enjoy doing? Because your passions change as you go throughout your life. I personally believe like we weren't put on this earth to just do one thing. And as you grow and change and have all these different life experiences, you find different things that you're passionate about. Like you change as a person. Maybe you have all these different gifts that you could be giving to the world that you aren't even aware of because you've been stuck in the same job for the last 12 years, literally looking at the same freaking four walls every day. 
Like, I know if I did that, I would absolutely go insane and lose my mind. And that's not to say, like, maybe you do find your passion and you work up in your career and it's great, but is it really that great? I know that um, my mom is actually kind of struggling this her struggling with this herself she is a teacher she teaches a second grade and she loved it for so many years I mean but she's been doing this you know my whole life so at least I believe she's going on about 30 years now of teaching and she's expressed to me like I kind of just want to get out of the classroom but I feel like I don't have any other skills or I just don't have the courage to do it and I don't know what I would even do. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up because they don't foresee that next step or they don't know exactly what that next step would look like. But I'm here to tell you that that's okay. Like it's okay to not know what the next step is. It's okay to maybe not know all your gifts or all your passions or what you may 100% enjoy or be good at. And again, that's not to say like in any job or any situation in life, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be shit you have to deal with that you don't like so much. But I think it's important to take the time to have that reflection and kind of ask yourself like, is what I'm doing right now what I really want to do? And is it my American dream? which we'll kind of dive into a little bit here today. But like, as I said, as you grow, like as you grow through, through life and, and have these experiences, your passions change. You find something else that you're into. Maybe you meet somebody new who has a completely different opportunity available to you that has never even crossed your mind before. And that's why I kind of urged the, the woman at the gym who I had this conversation with I was like, why don't you just like take a chance, like even at least apply for some something else. Maybe retail isn't your lifelong thing that you need to be doing or want to be doing. Like, and I urged her to kind of think about her vision for her future, which ultimately is going to be what we're going to do at the end of this here. But I think what we talked about as well was a lot of like, comparison. So I think a lot of times when we feel maybe stuck or let's say dissatisfied with where we're at in life is because we're comparing our lives to other people on social media. And I actually just posted this on my Instagram this morning because because of this conversation I had and because it really just got me thinking and got me a little bit fired up. And it's like, Everybody is always posting the best versions of themselves. It's when they did their hair and makeup. It's when they're on their vacation. It's when they got the promotion, when they got the PR in the gym. It's never posting the struggles or the failures or even what's really going on. It's this whole false sense of reality. And that's what we end up comparing our lives to. Like, oh, look at Susie Q over there. Like, She's got it all going on. She's got the house, the husband, the perfect family, the perfect job. And, you know, maybe Susie's relationship actually is not the greatest. Maybe you don't know what's going on at home. You don't know her day-to-day life or her struggles or her inner demons that she's still dealing with. And I think that's why society plays such a big role in this because 
a lot of those dissatisfaction feelings that you're having with where you're at with your life right now comes from that comparison. So we'll talk a little bit later about like some tips on how to combat that. But I think an easy one is make sure you're kind of picky about who you follow on Instagram or Facebook or who, whatever. Because again, I know I've said this before, but you are consuming all that stuff. Like whether it's, you know, consciously or not, most of the time that is subconscious. But when you're constantly looking at these things, you're taking it in, you're absorbing it on some sort of level. And whether you're aware of the fact that you're comparing yourself and your life to that or not, you most likely are. So one small thing that you can even take away from this, again, before I dive too deep, is if you do one thing, at least kind of go through who you're following and consider, like, do I need to be following this person? Are they making me feel good or bad about my life? And it's not even a reflection of that person. Like, if it's just something that personally affects you and you know that you're just going to compare that person to your situation, maybe it's because you went to high school with them and you used to kind of know them, that's nothing against them. Just know that it's something maybe you need to do for your own mental clarity, mental health, you know, your own sanity in that. Um, I actually was kind of dealing with this a lot myself after this conversation, I did a little bit of reflection, but you know, in the past, like I've always had my parents encouraging me, you know, to go to college and they wanted the best for me. So in their version of their American dream, they wanted me to have that stable nine to five job. Like they always kind of encouraged me to teach since most of my family is in education. You know, you get all these health benefits, there's dental, there's insurance, there's summers off. You know, it's, it was a little bit more of, I guess you could say the safer choice for me. And I understand, you know, why they encourage that, but like, not knowing what I wanted to do for my career scared them and it scared me. But, and even now, like when I tell people, you know, when people ask me like, oh, what do you do for a living? And I say, usually my answer, which I guess I need to work on coming up with a little better answer. But when I say that I coach CrossFit, I always get this look back or kind of, they're just like, oh, okay, that's cool. And it's almost kind of like an immediate judgment or at least it kind of makes me feel like in their eyes, I don't have a real job, quote unquote. And it's like, that's, but that's what leaves me fulfill, fulfilled. That's what brings me a life that I feel has meaning and purpose because, okay, yes, it brings me happiness. Not all the time, but we shouldn't be chasing happiness anyways. You want to be chasing fulfillment and feeling like your life has meaning and has a purpose to it. And when I get that reaction, it's always kind of like, oh, and it kind of makes me, you know, double second guess myself a little bit, I guess. But it's like, oh, what is the perfect answer? If I'm a doctor, then are you going to look at me differently? But I've kind of already put in the work and and I know deep down that like I am doing something that's meaningful to others and meaningful to me. So I just make sure that I remind myself of that. So, you know, maybe if, maybe if you deal with the same thing, like if, 
you know, you, or maybe you're a stay at home mom. And whenever people ask you, Oh, what do you do? And you say that maybe you get looks back, but just remind yourself, like, as long as it's something that's meaningful and purposeful to you, again, just like we talked about last week, don't let that judgment affect the way that you live your life, especially after like, so I left my last job coaching CrossFit as well. And I kind of had to go through this period of like, wait a minute, is coaching something that is still fulfilling to me? Is it still something I really want to do? I don't know if that's right for me. You know, I went through that period as well. And not knowing what my career should be, you know, is this something that I can do long term? Like, that's what I want to bring up is this is 100% normal to question things and to ask yourself why or is this something I want to be doing like yes it is very uncomfortable to go through that and to have those feelings of like the unknown but I think it's really important that you at least ask yourself that and that's kind of why this whole idea of the American dream came up because it's like when people do ask you that question I think they make a judgment based off that whole American dream ideal. So if you're not working the nine to five with the white picket fence house with your two and a half kids and your perfect little fantasy life, people tend to judge you based off of that. But what what is this American dream anyways? So I found a definition online and it said that the American dream it was a term that was coined by writer and historian James Truslow Adams. And it was from his best-selling book. It was called Epic of America. But basically, he described it as that dream of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone, with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement. The American dream is the belief that anyone, regardless of where they were born or what class they were born into, can attain their own version of success in a society where upward mobility is possible for everyone. The American dream is achieved through sacrifice, risk-taking, and hard work, rather than by chance. So that's kind of at least the term that was coined by this man, James Adams. And... I kind of took that, I thought about it for a while, I wrote about it actually a little bit, and I think that the American dream has changed a little bit, and that we all can kind of create our own definition of this ideal American dream. Living your own American dream shouldn't be dictated by like this fixed set of rules or standards or societal trends. We are all different people. And so we all have different dreams and different aspirations, different passions. And so I think it's important to kind of create your own American dream, your own ideal, your own vision for your future. It doesn't have to be that white picket fence, two and a half kids, nine to five stable job with steady income. Like if that's not what you want, why, why then are you doing what you're doing? Ask yourself that. Like, is it because of this American dream that, you know, maybe has been reinforced into us since childhood with our parents kind of telling us the way that things should be, the rules we live by, which I talked about on this podcast before? Or is it because of the way that society, again, tells you that you should be living it? Or is it because this is 100% 
the way that you want to live your life and the way that brings you fulfillment. Now, when we usually talk about the American dream, it usually looks like, you know, you own a home, you have financial success or financial independence, you're wealthy, you have a stable job, maybe you own a business or your your own boss. Maybe you have a life that's better than your parents, you know, like I think the important thing is again living a life that's fulfilled and intentional that you create for yourself not that anyone else creates for you or not that you create because you're living in fear of how people are going to judge you so when we're creating our own american dream and when you're kind of feeling like maybe you're stuck Maybe you're not happy with where you're at. Maybe you don't know where to go next. Maybe you know that there's more out there for you and that you're capable of this greatness, but maybe you don't know what that greatness looks like or maybe you don't feel you have the skills to do so. What can you do about it? As I said before, I think comparison is a huge thing that can kind of lead us to feel this way so making sure that you're aware of what you're consuming subconsciously whether that's via social media tv the books you read all that kind of stuff but i think it's also important to not give up on the idea of the american dream so maybe i just kind of put it in a negative light a little bit here but don't give up on it that's not what i'm saying i just want you to create your own definition of it and in order to do that figure out what living the american dream is for you the, the american dream is all about you and your right to live freely and pursue your own version of happiness not not what someone else creates for you it shouldn't be this fixed universal concept it's you it's your preferences your passions your capabilities your goals your ideals your morals it's it's you it's not what anyone else says but you and if you're like the woman who i talked to that stemmed this whole conversation about this whole podcast and you know deep down you're not happy with what you're doing you know you're capable of something else take that risk and go for it or at least reflect on the fact that you can do something about it that's what that's what it is is everyone's so upset about being stuck oh i'm stuck like you're never stuck you're never ever stuck you can always take steps to change something you don't have to stay at that job you don't have to stay in that state with that house with that relationship you can do whatever it is you want it's your american dream it's you so to kind of start working towards this in your own dream i think it's important to say first that it's okay if you don't know exactly what that looks like shit right now robert and i were actually talking like what's our vision because we felt like we've been spending a lot of our adult life working on the visions of others which Yes, I believe you kind of have to put in work there, spend some time there, like building things up, helping others, learning through those experiences. But we also wanted to stop and talk about like, well, what's our vision for us or for us each individually, like our lives? What's our own vision? Because sometimes 
if you don't spend the time to work through that, or maybe you have already, maybe you've already created this vision for yourself, but it's been a long time since you reflected or even kind of remembered back on what that even was in the first place. Like you got to make sure that even if you did the work in the past, that you're still checking in and making sure like, okay, yeah, I am making steps still towards that vision. Or maybe your vision has completely changed since then. And so now you need to change the steps that you're putting in place to work towards this new vision you've created for yourself. So again, it's important to know like, it's all right if you don't know exactly what that looks like, but that actually is kind of the fun part is figuring that out. Like as you go through the changes in life, you're going to change too and your vision will change and it's okay if you don't have the perfect picture of exactly what that looks like. But I think a great place to start with this, maybe you're a little overwhelmed about your vision for your future. One thing you can start with is just start taking note, whether it's mentally or as I always encourage, physically write it down in journaling. But just note the things that bring you joy. What makes you happy? Like when I first started trying to work on creating my vision, I started here. I started with the things I knew for sure that I enjoyed. So for me, it was being physically active. Like I know for a fact, I enjoy moving my body. I know I enjoy exercising. Another one for me was like, I really enjoy being outside in the sun or being out in nature. I also know that I enjoy, you know, helping people. I love animals. I love food, <laughs> you know, cooking and recipes and all that kind of stuff. So I started there with like, what do I know for sure brings me joy? And then I could kind of focus on building my vision from there. Like, all right, I know these things bring me happiness. What can I do for these things from there to kind of create a vision for my future that's going to allow me to use these things? And when you do get to that point that you feel you're ready to create that vision for yourself, allow yourself to dream. Like, ask yourself... Again, what brings you happiness, but what matters to you the most? And from there, allow yourself to go wild with it. Don't put any limitations. Like, because that's what can happen is you can start writing about this vision and then you'll stop yourself and you'll be like, but, oh, I can't do that. Or, but, eh, eh. And you start stopping yourself before you even have gone anywhere. Like, let yourself dream. Don't put limitations on it. Don't put discrepancies on any part of it like allow yourself to create a vision for your future that you would want without anything stopping it like don't let yourself dream there are no limitations here what does this vision look like in your personal life what does it look like in your professional life where do you live what do you do each day Try to visualize a scene. Like, what does it look like, smell like, feel like? Maybe as you're kind of imagining this and writing it down, you create some imagination work where you're viewing you coming home from that job that you've always wanted of teaching yoga in a park. <laughs> and, you know, you're coming home to this beautiful house filled with children while your husband cooks dinner and you can smell the amazing pasta being cooked and 
you get into this whole imagination work of this possible future you can have. And so once you kind of start getting these things down, so again, you begin with what you know matters to you the most or what brings you that joy. And then you start creating a vision around those things with no limitations. And then you run with it and you find, okay, here's my vision for my future. What steps can I take right now in this moment? What tiny step can I take to start working towards that vision for myself? Maybe all it is is updating your resume. That's a first step. And then from there, maybe you take that resume and you apply for any sort of job that interests you. You go on Indeed.com or Monster.com, whatever it is these days. I know I used Indeed before. Um, but And you apply to anything that interests you, not just in your field, not just in what you went to college for, what you went to school for, or what you got that certification in. Anything that interests you that you're like, hey, that sounds kind of fun, or I feel like I could be good at that, or I feel like I might like that, and you apply to all those things. Maybe the next step is researching schools that you could go to or other certifications you could get. Maybe you're interested in taking a freaking barista class because that sounds fun to you, and you could see yourself enjoying working in a coffee shop on the weekends. Like Whatever that means for you, create that vision, find that first step. Start implementing and working towards that vision because that's ultimately what can leave us stuck in life is if we never take the time to reflect back and make sure that we're actually working towards what it is and who it is that we want to become. You're never stuck. And this was the advice I gave the woman as well and the advice I always give to others. And I even have to remind myself of this a lot too when I struggle. And it's, remember that nothing in life is permanent. So, and I, I've said this before on the podcast as well, like with the comfort zone, especially once you're getting out of that, maybe you make a choice. Maybe when you create this vision for yourself and you define your own American dream and your own ideals, maybe you take a step that wasn't the best step for you and it wasn't the quote unquote right choice, but it's not permanent. You can always go back or you can always take a different path and create a change for yourself. Like nothing in life is permanent. I think there's nothing worse than ultimately getting towards the end of your life and looking back and having that regret of the what if, you know, what if I actually took that chance and I got out of that job and I created that vision and I worked towards it and I actually got it like what if I actually did that the only guarantee in life is that there's always going to be ups and downs and there's always going to be change that's the only thing that you can actually guarantee you can't have safety you can't control a lot of the things that happen to you in life so just know that you can always do something different and nothing is permanent. I hope this helped you guys a little bit. I know it's something I'm very passionate about because it just pains me when I talk to people and the reason that they don't do things for themselves or the reason they don't make change in, in their lives is because they don't believe in themselves or they have this false idea of what the American dream is and they don't know their own dreams. And so 
that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this today was just to remind you that the American dream isn't and doesn't need to be based on anyone else's dream. It's based on yours, your passions, your purpose, what you want, your vision for your life. I hope this encourages some of you to either reflect on a past vision you had for yourself and make sure that you're still working towards that or possibly changing that vision. Or maybe you've never even thought about this before and hopefully this is your motivation to really dig deep and ask yourself what brings you joy and if there were no limitations on it what would your future look like and start working towards that all right guys i hope you have a great rest of your day or night depending on when you're listening to this podcast as always please feel free to comment share i would love to share or hear about your guys's visions if you know, that was something you felt comfortable sharing or even just maybe comment below about the things that you do know bring you joy right now. Because again, it changes as we go through life and as we grow and change and have different life experiences. But please comment, like, subscribe, keep listening. And I'd love to hear from you if you have any topics or things you would like to share. And I will be back next week. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day.